All the way back at the beginning of February, Michael Burry tweeted out, So. Just so. No explanation. No context. He was simply very, very bearish. However, this turned out to be infamously wrong. The market surged after this tweet, and has done something of a round trip thereafter. Now fast forward a little bit, and Michael Burry might have issued a mea culpa. He tweeted out, I was wrong to say so. But as with many of Michael Burry's tweets, there isn't very much context, and it's rather opaque. We've got two possible interpretations. Either, first, Michael Burry is very bullish about financial markets. He thinks stock prices are going to surge. Or alternatively, he thinks the market is irrational, and it can remain irrational longer than you can remain solvent, and is not entirely sure when stock prices will come back down to earth. So let's have a look at what exactly he is meaning. And of course, if you've got any thoughts about Michael Burry's tweets here, let me know that in the comments below. Now, I'm not going to bury the lead. I think the most likely interpretation is that Michael Burry thinks the market is irrational. And that's because contemporaneous with his I was wrong to say so tweet, Michael Burry also tweeted out, Going back to the 1920s, there's been no buy the effing dip generation like you. Congratulations. And then he has an image here or a chart here that shows the stock market return immediately after a down day. And it's suggesting the stock market returns after a negative day are significantly higher at present than they have been at any time in history. He's suggesting, therefore, there's a lot of irrational exuberance. Perhaps people are looking to buy the dip, and this is causing some wild fluctuations in financial markets. And this is not necessarily rational, it's simply speculative trading. And therefore, the market might remain exuberant, it might remain bubbly, longer than it is rationally expected. And as a result, you can't necessarily time the market. And this is why he's suggesting that he was wrong to say so, because the market is behaving in a slightly irrational type way. And that's what I think is the most likely interpretation of Michael Burry's tweet. However, it's possible he is a little bit less bearish about financial markets than he previously was. Now to see this, we need to think about what scenarios might go on in the economy. And to my mind, there are three major scenarios. The first one is the perfect scenario. That is, the Federal Reserve pauses or reduces rates. And this isn't associated with a recession or a stock market crash. Rather, it's due to disinflationary forces taking hold and enabling the Federal Reserve to reduce its rate hike trajectory. Now, in the context of the banking crisis, this might be that Silicon Valley Bank and Signature Bank went under, and we've got a broader issue with European banks, or at least Credit Suisse and UBS. And the Federal Reserve is therefore hiking rates by slightly less, because maybe there's less credit going on in the economy, a little bit less consumer expenditure, but it's not so catastrophic as to give rise to a recession. And this means you get the Goldilocks scenario. Rates potentially go down, or at least pause at the current level, and the economy doesn't crater. However, we've got two other alternative and less positive scenarios. The other alternative is that the economy keeps booming, which was great. However, this triggers inflation, and therefore the Federal Reserve needs to keep hiking rates, which potentially is going to lead to a catastrophic decline in the future at some point in time. Or alternatively, the Federal Reserve pauses with its rate hikes, but this is because the economy has cratered and we've gone into a recession and therefore the Federal Reserve needed to cut rates. Now, I've previously talked about what BlackRock thinks is likely in this scenario, and BlackRock has indicated that perhaps rates might remain higher than is ideal and the Federal Reserve might over-tighten. However, a lot of that was before the most recent Federal Reserve meeting, where Jerome Powell indicated that conditions had significantly changed, decided to only go 25 basis points, and is doing a bit of a wait-and-see approach. Now, it is possible Michael Burry is suggesting that maybe economic conditions have gotten a little bit less bad. So to dig into this, we can look at what Michael Burry has said in some of his related tweets here. So going back to the beginning of the banking crisis, Michael Burry had 
oscillated between his opinion on this. Michael Borry tweeted, It is possible we have found our Enron. Now this was in the context of Silicon Valley Bank going under. Now it was clear that Silicon Valley Bank was not Enron. Enron was a massive situation of accounting fraud and the like. The Silicon Valley Bank appears to have been just mismanagement. It appears they weren't necessarily very competent. They had very concentrated deposits, and those deposits all needed to withdraw their money at the same time due to economic conditions. And in addition to this, they had a bank run due to the interconnected nature of the deposit base, which ultimately catalyzed the decline of Silicon Valley Bank. It doesn't look like there was fraud per se, so much as just bad management. However, Michael Borry suggested it is possible we have found our Enron. He then followed this up by stating, Next, we find our Worldcom. Patience. Now again, I don't necessarily think this is going to be the case either. Although Credit Suisse obviously has had some issues with ongoing legal scandals, he also suggested that 2000, 2008 and 2023, it's always the same. People full of hubris and greed take stupid risks and fail. Money is then printed because it works so well. Now this then relates to what might be behind his most recent tweet. In particular, he's suggesting that there's been a banking failure here due to stupid risks and hubris, and then we've engaged in a degree of money printing, so to speak. Now, in this context, there'll be the Federal Reserve providing additional liquidity to banks that to some extent resembles a little bit money printing, which is what Mike Avari is getting at. And he's therefore implying this is just kicking the can down the road. This would suggest that maybe the market is a little bit bubbly in his eyes, and this exuberance at the moment won't necessarily last. However, Michael Borry did slightly walk back his negative rhetoric. He tweeted, This crisis could resolve very quickly. I am not seeing true danger here. And he also stated, In October 1907, Knickerbocker Trust failed due to risky bets, sparking a panic. Two others soon failed, and it spread. When a run began on a healthy trust, JP Morgan took a stand. Three weeks later, the panic resolved, and markets bottomed. A stand was made this past weekend. Now here he's largely referring to the Federal Reserve Treasury and the FDIC intervening to ensure the depositors were not wiped out with Silicon Valley Bank. However, interestingly enough, JP Morgan was also involved in helping out First Republic and helping to ensure that First Republic didn't ultimately go under, which would obviously have exacerbated the whole banking crisis. He's suggesting here that maybe this banking crisis will slightly mitigate. Now what this also implies is that there's a bit of a bottom in the banking crisis, but that doesn't necessarily change the fundamentals broadly in the economy. That is, we can have two factors that could drive down markets. The markets could have been inherently bad, and also the banking crisis could make this worse. My interpretation of Michael Burry's tweet is now that the banking crisis part of that is slightly resolved. However, there could still be negative market conditions that could drive things down. However, we need to look at this in the context of what the Federal Reserve did next. And here, the Federal Reserve only hiked rates by 25 basis points, rather than the 50 basis points that many people had feared. And the Federal Reserve also signaled they might be taking a bit of a wait-and-see approach to future rate hikes, maybe going a little bit less aggressively than some people had previously anticipated. And Michael Borry tweeted in relation to this, Powell should have just said, I don't know, and say it again and again as he sits on his hands for the next six months then we might get some real price discovery. Now, this might suggest Michael Borry has taken a little bit more of a positive view on financial markets following the Federal Reserve's reaction here. This is in particular because Michael Borry had previously tweeted out, the Fed is so afraid of becoming the Fed of the 1970s that they are becoming the Fed of the 1930s. That is, now the Federal Reserve might have adjusted its rhetoric, so we've got slightly less negative news going out into the market because the Federal Reserve might hike rates by less. 
and Michael Mori is inferring, to my mind anyway, that the Federal Reserve is taking a bit of more of a wait-and-see approach. So when we wrap all of this together, what do we see? Well, we see that Michael Mori has been bearish in the past. My interpretation is he's still bearish about this. However, now he's a little bit less bearish, because the Federal Reserve appears to have taken a step back, appears to have at least gone a little bit less aggressively with rates, even if they don't cut rates this year, it appears they're less likely to hike by as much. And the catalyst for this appears to have been the banking crisis, which has forced the Fed to stand down a little bit. I.e. the collapse of Silicon Valley Bank and Signature Bank have forced the Federal Reserve to perhaps mitigate its rate hike trajectory. And this is going to be ultimately good news, because the Fed is now going to hike by slightly less, but we might not necessarily have a cratering, catastrophically dying economy. That is, the Federal Reserve has interpreted this new information to recalibrate what it is going to do, and to do so proactively before the situation gets significantly worse. And therefore, there's a little bit less downside risk. That's at least how I'm interpreting Michael Murray's tweets read altogether. However, as I've indicated, between these two scenarios, Michael Murray believing the market is irrational versus Michael Murray believing there's going to be a stock market surge, I believe he thinks the market is a little bit irrational, but on the other hand, there's a little bit less bearish information than there was in the past. The market might still go down, but maybe not quite as catastrophically badly as had been previously anticipated. Now that's at least how I'm interpreting Michael Burry's tweets. If you've got any thoughts about what Michael Burry is saying here, I would be interested to hear that in the comments below, of course. Because his tweets are a little bit opaque, a little bit difficult to follow, and they are very much open to interpretation. But otherwise, thanks so much for tuning in. Hopefully the video has been informative to you. Don't forget to subscribe, and hopefully I see you for future videos as well.